I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the ease to enter evil. I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have a mountain in Chicago. Um, so, Mountain in Chicago is by Hopeless Night Owl. Uh, it's found on creeppasta.wiki. You can check it out there, or you can just listen to our rundown and go from there. Um, so, our narrator is running down uh, the events of when a unnamed architect and his affiliates managed to get an absurd art project passed in Chicago to turn one of its poorest stretches of neighborhood into a mountain, like geological mountain. Uh, people didn't really refute it on account of just how ridiculous the premise was. Like they figured it wouldn't get passed or anything like that. But um, then people started worrying once construction started. Uh, however, despite getting permits and funding, um, the money eventually dried up uh, about halfway through the construction, and the architect and any of the affiliates uh, just kind of vanished, and the project kind of just sat there, um, much to the chagrin of its supporters and much to the triumph and like smirking of the people who said it was a stupid idea. Uh, it sat there in the heart of the of, of that big city until strange birds migrated there and formed a colony. Uh, they were some kind of new species of large cliff swallow. They began making clay for their roosts uh, from whatever the in the, whatever in the city they could find um, the the right soil uh, and like they used like the soil and their saliva to make the clay and such. Um, and they began to uh, build up their their roosts and such on the on the mountain, um, and then they also started to try and complete it. Like they started basically building up the mountain um, as if they were trying to finish the job. It didn't finish though, um, as several months later, uh, fissure cracks began appearing, and the whole thing just collapsed in on itself. Uh, when people went to investigate and see if they could find recover any of the any dead specimens of the birds which apparently had fled an hour prior to the collapse uh scientists discovered in the limestone foundations of the mountain uh fossil remains of the birds thousands of them with no explanation as to how they got there um yeah that's about the story yep so <laughs> uh <laughs> Guess on to uh, everyone tolerates the grime inquisitions at this point. I don't really have anything. Uh, Mikey, what do you got? Uh, conjunction junction. <laughs> I assumed you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. And now a conjunction junction with Mikey. The E stands for evil. Take it away. It was a positively moronic idea from the very jump. It was not April 1st, and this was not a satire publication. And yet, even as Chicago started to become a national laughingstock, the Mountain Project actually had ardent defenders. And eventually, 
I started hearing stories that other cities in the U.S. and around the world were thinking about installing their own mountains. And I didn't do it in an upfront way that she could easily dodge or defend. Having some vindictive fun with my sister-in-law's expense didn't help the fact that we were now all stuck with a half-finished monument no one wanted or had any idea what to do with. But they made their clay at a much higher efficiency than cliff swallows. It also left a cloud of dust and debris that lingered for more than an hour. But first nationalists wanted to dig through some of the rubble to see if they could find any dead specimens of the swallows. The flock had been seen flying away minutes before the collapse and were never found again. The end. Okay. Uh, also, did, did you mean naturalists or nationalists? <laughs> naturalists. Okay, that's what I, f- I figured. I just, like, the way it came through, it sounded like the other one. I, I may have messed it up, but... Okay, that's fair. There is a, there is a mountain of... There is a mountain of difference between a naturalist and a nationalist. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. Is that is that all your uh, grammar inquisitions? <laughs> yep. All right, gamer. Did you find anything? Um, I got a run on here. <clears throat> One of my two sisters in laws who like to pick political fights at extended family gatherings in that smug "I'm making conversation, sorry you can't see it that way" kind of way had once told me I was behind the times and if I didn't want to help boost local economy and help the environment with mountain with, with the mountain, I should just move to Mississippi or some other place where people are more in line with your thinking. <clears throat> wow, I was I was getting out of breath just hearing that. <laughs> yup. So you can kind of split that in the middle with like, sorry if you can't see it my way, kind of way, period. She had once told me I was behind the time and blah 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 blah. That at least yeah. cuts it in half. Yep. Then um, this other one is pretty much a run-on as well, but in a weird way, because it has a massive bracketed section. So <laughs> yep. uh, Disney had plans to buy Mount Applegate. Bracket. The official name was Mount Stable, but the state politician who had opposed the mountains the mountain had brilliantly called it Mount Applegate after his election rival who had made the mistake of not retracting his early tentative support for the mountain once it became clear that the mountain was a mistake. <laughs> even though he never even voted for the project, the name stuck in. It was enough to do his political career. End bracket. <laughs> and turn it into a ski resort. These weird birds flew in from nowhere. So, first of all, long ass bracket. Yeah. And information at the end, like all this information in the bracket seems very force fed compared to the rest of the story. Like it's yeah. unnaturally. Injured. It could have been, yeah, it could have been like added into like a whole, you could have made a whole paragraph yeah. um, detailing some information like that. So, this bracketed section is so long that I forgot 
<laughs> like I, I got lost from the original sentence. Like I lost the context and I had to go back and read the start of it again. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. No, this story does have a few run on sentences as I'm realizing. Actually, I think even when I was reading, it, I was like, I, I, I thought it had some run on sentences, but I was like, eh, I'm These sure days, it's going to be like, you're going to be like, eh, someone else will do it. And I'll be like, eh, someone else will do it. And yeah. like, I think we've had that. I'm pretty sure we've had an instance of that where we like one of us was like, eh, one of the other guys will uh, will cover it. And then you were just like, eh, sure, review called this. We'll get that. Hmm. And then we were like, ah, shit. Now we got to search that up. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's it for my. Okay. Uh, well, I guess on to actual thoughts. Uh, I'm just going to start with the title uh, A Mountain in Chicago. I'm not going to lie. Um, I chose this on account of the title because it just it really piqued my interest. Like, I was like, all right, let's see, let's see what this is about. Mountain in Chicago. Yeah. And yeah, it, it didn't really disappoint on title wise. It was a very apt title because uh, it, it it is it's it's just it's just kind of an absurd concept <laughs> that I wanted to read it. So yeah. the title did its job. <laughs> uh, but getting into uh, this will be my next note is going to be getting a little bit into uh, some some kitchen kitchen work. Um, starting with this quote here: uh, "Chicago to get an artificial mountain in t- 2028." I started, or I stared at the hideous CG rendering and read the blurb. Officials say mountain will bring tourism, jobs, and habitat for wildlife. So my kitchen idea is uh, this would be actually a, a decent idea for a shadow run. Um, like a mad corporate shaman or mage gets the influence to build this like foci uh, for summoning an Alcara, which in in shadow run uh, an Alcara is a uh, uh, it's like a magical construct slash phantom of a place and its history. Um, so, and and there's like three different stages of it. Like one where it's like just this ghostly apparition of say like a mountain or um, like the Pueblo village or something like that um, over an area, but like only the magically inclined can see it. Um, but then stage a stage two Alcara would be uh, an apparition that mortals can see or like mundane people can see, but like can't interact with it or anything like that. And then a stage three arc Alcara is essentially, it is a magical, um, a magically intrusive object that has transformed the local environment to be a, like a mountain. Um, and generally they are, uh, there's a gate, there's usually like gateways or like rifts into some spirit world that is connected to the, uh, to the, the Alcara. So, um, and like, it, it basically like, it doesn't like destroy or like mess. It doesn't like physically, like doesn't like destroy or kill anything that it occup in the space. It occupies it. It just kind of moves reality over a little bit, like to make room for it. <laughs> um, and then when it, when it vanishes, cause usually like you can like, uh, in shadow run and stuff of like that, you can like find out what, what's causing it. And you can usually shut it down or, find some other or maybe it'll just shut down on its own uh once it once it's like no longer like there it basically everything reverts back to the way it was um but yeah so i i I figured this would be like some kind of like alcara focus that this mad corporate shaman or or mage has done um perhaps uh, for the reason being like to to bring forth these prehistoric birds 
um, some uh, some kind of justice or to bring them back to light, like to the uh, like the uh, like for some reason to bring them to make them more to make them known once again. Like, yeah, um, I'm also kind of reminded of the the strange mountain structures in Oakmont, the the town in the video game Sinking City where there are similarly imagined rocky spires and even like mountain-like hills um, that are just jutting out of um, a block um, that is, and like it is it's just surrounded by sprawling um, city, like dense city neighborhoods and uh, metropolitan uh, infrastructure. But there's a mountain that like just in the middle of like a neighborhood, like you're just like, you're, you're walking down like uh, alleyways and stuff. And then you get into like a square and the the square and like the block that it occupies is just like suddenly a mountain that's been like gated off or fenced off because and it's like they use it as a like that's like a park but it's a giant jutting mountain or like spire um the imagery is just like i just really surreal to me and it, it could work for a story like either someone builds this like in this story or it just kind of pops up out of the ground like by some supernatural means. Um, it, it is actually, it's from the sinking city memories in my brain that while I was reading this story, I wanted there to be some kind of tentacular reason or eldritch reason why the, this was happening. <laughs> like some ancient uh, thing sleeps underneath the, uh, the city and like wanted this mountain built. So that they got like the, some architect to like, get uh, like give them the influence or the power to have the influence to like, get permits done and build this thing and perhaps there was we just we just didn't read about it because the story is like super freaking short <laughs> um like it's only like three it only clocks in about three and a half pages um and it's just sort of a this thing was done this thing happened and then this thing happened then these weird birds showed up and started trying to rebuild it and then but then it collapsed and we found fossils that's really weird done <laughs> Like, I really feel like there should be, um, there could be more to it, um, mm. other than just being a weird little like short story that has like it, it's really just weird for weirdness' sake. Um, and like I said earlier, like there might have been something underneath the ground. Um, like certainly we get uh, something like that with the fossilized birds. Um, and on the subject of the fossilized birds, we have this quote. Uh, they found some uh, they found specimens but not the kind they were looking for the specimens they found were fossils as in classic bone in stone fossils um and th- this is like once i read like through that part and like the ending of the story i was like okay the story has a very eerie ending i'll give it that um it definitely leans heavily into the weird creepypasta than full horror creepypasta it's it's got a a high concept sort of thing that i feel will have a niche audience for it but and and i like that idea like i like the concept and i like the the weirdness of it but i can definitely see the majority of people going reading this and going that wasn't very scary like why is it on here Mm. um like I, I feel like there is like a nugget of of uh a nugget of potential here in this story that needs to be like developed a little bit further. 
other than, uh, I mean, if they, if the author wants to make it like just a weird, like yarn that like just this weird thing happened. And then this weirder thing uh, was the origin of it, but we don't know why. And that's the end of the story. Like, that's fine. But I feel like there could be a lot more to this. Um, another thing that kind of sparked me when I was reading the story, um, I kept wanting to link this to the silent spring story uh, as this is by the same author. Um, and, and the whole like Thunderbird element from that story, uh, especially when it states that these night swallows showed up uh, in the cover of night and then it like in a uh, in comma and, uh, and during storms. And I was like, Oh shit. Are these like some kind of like Thunderbird things or are they perhaps like, uh, rocks like another mythical bird and it just kind of left me wanting a series of mythical bird creepypastas <laughs> like because there's certainly a number of them that you could like draw from to like make some creepy stories um but yeah i think my my what i'm trying to get at with this is like the story is okay for like a niche thing like a niche weird story like like weird like I, don't even, I guess a yarn, like a like short story, like short short micro pasta story, but there's so much potential in this for to like uh, to construct around like why this mountain was built, like who was the architect, were they from Russia or were they from France? Because <laughs> our our reader our narrator doesn't know. Um, oh, why would he know? I know, yeah, but like there could there could be a lot more. Like maybe this could be done like as an epistolary story where. Um, it's from multiple like points of view around the mount around the mountain being built, like uh, newspaper articles or um, different people's point of views about the mountain. Like we could get, um, and then have some kind of like horror element other than the weirdness from the ending, where like oh, the the bone there we found like the specimens of the swallows. They were fossils in the limestone foundation that the people and like the construction workers had no idea how they got there, um, like there's so much potential here, but eh, it's, it's, it just comes up short. So that's kind of my, uh, my, finished my, mountain. yeah, exactly. Like a half finished mountain. Exactly. Um, and I mean, I feel like that might've been like what the author wanted to do, but at the same time, there's a lot of potential here to, to do for, to develop it more. Um, so yeah, that's my, my actual thoughts and kitchen stuff. Mikey. Okay, so I'm going to start off uh, with your talk of limestone, and I found an interesting fact online. Uh-oh. That limestone is a sedimentary rock made almost entirely of fossils. Yeah, yeah, usually like shells and stuff like that, like early like Precambrian and stuff like that. Well, maybe not Precambrian, but like the shells and... um. Uh, like the helix shells and like trilobites and stuff like that is usually what they're made from. Yeah. So the whole reveal at the end that the limestone had fossils in it is like, uh, okay. Well, I mean, okay. It, it, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's the, the like the, the limestone fought like that. The, it's not the revelation that the limestone had fossils. It's that the fossils were of these birds that showed up. So, and actually thinking of a mundane thing that just came to mind, it could just be that the because of the the there were fossils of the birds in the limestone, the 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 present day version of the bird were just like drawn to it because of like ancestral migration things or something. 
like yes, there might not be any supernatural element to it at all like where or anything like that it might just be that the birds were attracted to the limestone fossils because they were their pre their like ancestors <laughs> wherever they took the um the limestone that's where they yeah. normally migrate to but because it's over here they just they're just like oh wait it's over here now we'll go there now yeah exactly all right uh so another interesting thing but i can't verify if it's true or not but supposedly limestone is actually a good ghost conductor uh, what <laughs> really yep uh, you know i guess i could see i could see why people would think that um again because it does have like it's basically the rem- the the calcified remains of bones and re- and like animal remains so yeah, I I don't know if like I I mean I I can see the log I can see the um maybe not the logic but the uh the step that somebody would take in that direction for like occultism and such. So it's like uh, uh, almost like the uh, what is it? Uh, it's like the, the the hotel in um in Ghostbusters that Evo Shandor um had built like using that certain like metal alloy to um as a, a conductor for spiritual energy. <laughs> hmm. So uh, w- with that thought process in mind that uh, the limestone is for ghosts, that means that the birds could have been ghosts. Yeah. The entire time. Well, I, I do <laughs> feel like that was possibly like an angle, like at the end, like that was supposed to be like the kind of the revelation. It's like a bunch of the birds left, but then they found the remains, but they were fossils. And so it was like, oh, they were ghost birds the whole time. <laughs> but who was phone? <laughs> Real question. How dare you? <laughs> oh, I dare, sir. I dare. That story is a gem. You do not compare. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, my next uh, actual thought here uh, I have a quote. Politicians, far from shying away and hoping people would forget that they had anything to do with the project being approved, touted how the mountain could be used for scientific purposes in a way that natural mountains could not. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that was was something that was, was spouted. I mean, to be fair... Not not to be political, but Trump has said stupider things. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure in the next line, the narrator says, like, let that sink in for a minute. Just how stupid oh. that is. Like, the, the yeah, narrator yeah, he the does, yeah. calls that out. Yeah, yeah. that's the, in the quoted portion is, let that bit of genius logic sink in for a bit. Yeah. yeah. And again, like I, I hate to like not to be political on this because we are not a political podcast at all whatsoever. <laughs> but that is the kind of thinking that's been popping up, or that is the kind of like statement, like idiotic statement that has popped up into on Twitter and in the news from politicians of late. So, yeah, it it it's kind of, uh, and this was actually written uh, or like at least posted in 2018. So. <laughs> It, it it's kind of believable like how stupid a politician could be in reality it's a little it's it's fairly grounded in that on that angle so anyway after i read this uh quote uh my mind went excellent 
There, there will be a headquarters for a mad scientist. Yes. <laughs> or Too a much. corporate mage. <laughs> Perhaps a dragon. <laughs> All roads lead to Shadowrun. <clears throat> and then um, uh, going for the kitchen side of things. Uh, I sort of link this to the uh, Supernatural Task Force. Oh, remember yeah. them? <laughs> hmm. yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so uh, the uh, Supernatural Task Force uh, went to the government to get uh, a mountain built for purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Re- yeah, I'd like to hear the reasons there, Mikey. <laughs> Don't, don't shy away from like, oh, reasons. Like, no, no. What, what are the reasons that the the uh, supernatural task force had to build a mountain in Chicago? The hidden base to like, as a no, it's a hidden jail for all the supernatural entities. Hmm. There you go. Uh, okay, and they're using yeah. these. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and that's why uh, other spot states in the U.S. were thinking about oh. making their own mountain, and other spots in the world. Yeah, you see, okay, so we, we just said that, like, it's a it's a prison, yeah, we just said that it's a prison in the middle of Chicago, like, for, like, supernatural things. That's actually also hitting really close to, like, what actually has happening, what actually has happened in Chicago, where there were at least two or three prisons in the heart of, of Chicago's city that are just camouflaged, essentially, as office buildings. <laughs> really? I, I yeah, um, yeah. I actually, I actually discovered that, but when I was playing the game uh, Watch Dogs, and then I was talking to Matt from Drunk of the Ugly, who lives in Chicago, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Yeah, no, that that game like revealed to me that, uh, uh, it, like, I did some digging afterward, but yeah, we have like two prisons in the heart of Chicago, like that are just um, uh, fronted as built as like office buildings." <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "Wow, that's an actual thing." Okay, I can I can kind of believe that then for like the supernatural task force to choose Chicago as their as their prison city. Hmm. Yeah, and then um, also um, one of the things is that the the birds could be robots because, as we all know, birds aren't real. Well, neither are mountains, according to Night Vale, the weird, the weird fiction podcast. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I did, I did also like as soon as I read like the, the whole thing about like mountain and like stuff of like that, I was like, I wonder if this was written before or after Night Vale, because like that was a big thing at the very beginning of that series was just like me- remember, audience, mountains aren't real. Interesting, but anyway, yeah, it, it again, it's just like. They do that just like they they're just, they really it's just like ominous for ominous sake to be like weird and spooky, mm-hmm. but much like the yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so the supernatural task force got the birds to try and finish the mountain, but then they ended up. Uh, Going against the supernatural task force and actually destroying the mountain. Oh, okay. So, so there's like, prison. yeah. So the CD, the seed AI. Um, there's like a, a divergent AI in the in some of the birds that was like, well, some of the birds were building up 
uh, other birds were basically, or they were getting, they were actually getting their soil and like their materials from within the mountain to like collapse it. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, maybe it was a, uh, an AI uprising of the birds, or maybe it was like um, uh, a malfunction and they weren't getting their resources from abroad. They were getting them from within and basically weakening the foundations of the mountain. <clears throat> Yeah. And now there's Indeed. just a swarm of birds of robotic of robot birds um or synth birds that are just roaming around the earth now because they 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 flew off after they they felt the tremor the initial tremors so they're just mm. working and they see like a freaking a robin or something fly by they're like birds can be free <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> wow Wow. <laughs> must rise up against our oppressors. Yeah. Now, like, lift one wing. Yeah, or they saw... <laughs> yeah. Well, it happened in March, right? Like, April and March or something like that is when it happened? Um, so it could be that they saw geese migrating back for the, from the winter. Oh. Which, and they're like, wow. <laughs> and they just <laughs> flew off. <laughs> So now they're Canada's problem. Great. Well, damn it. Hey, you brought this on yourselves. <laughs> yep. And the RoboBirds don't want to hurt anyone anyways. They just want to be free. <laughs> they just want to build mountains wherever they can. They were assigned to build a mountain. Yeah, but what will they do now? Build mountains. <laughs> See, I thought you were just going to say, nothing. <laughs> they'll just go to parks and just kind of like get little pieces of bread that elderly people throw to them and stuff just like pigeons yep or uh maybe they have uh post mountain stress disorder so they've gone to saskatchewan ah yep suddenly, well, suddenly the problem, gonna... they would be no they would need to be surrounded by so much mountain that there's no place to put a mountain so, so either we're going to get, we're going to see um, uh, the birth of of new mountains in the flat in the flat provinces, or mm. there's going to be a new bird species spotted either in the Rockies or in the um, in the uh, the Laurentian Mountains um, uh, north of Quebec area, like those rolling mountains, those like rolling old mountains. Mm. It's if entirely either possible. those happen. Yeah. We called it. Yes. <laughs> And uh, that's the end of my actual thoughts. Alrighty. <clears throat> Gamer. Yes. So my first quote, uh, naturalists captured some of the, uh, oh, sorry. Naturalists captured, captured some and determined them to be in the swallow taxon. They were made, or Sorry. This text is very tiny. I didn't have my glasses on. Uh, they were similar to cliff swallows, but larger and with more black coloration. What do you mean? African or European swallows? Apparently <laughs> South American. Because <laughs> they do find the back using the bacteria. Also, these are apparently like synth, like the, the, the kind of synth birds that are um, uh, that are from like Fallout Four, where the like it's kind of hard to tell if they're like synthetic or organic. Mm. The next one, um, 
Sorry, let's go back to your your Monty Python joke. It's like European or African? I don't know. Whoa, South American. <laughs> Good old Monty Python. Yes. So the next one, uh, they would scour the city at night, collecting suitable dirt as fast as they could, bringing it back to the mountain. Eventually, scientists realized that they were making far more clay than was necessary to build their nests. And with that sentence, I knew what was about to happen. <laughs> Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> right before the conclusion was said, I knew that, okay, well, they're making the mountain. And then yeah. in the next sentence, they were making the mountain. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so kind of spoiled it. I mean, how else are they going to transition to that, that revelation? Like, just... Like just have it like oh they were they were building their their uh, scientists were observing that they were building their uh, their nests and stuff out of the clay and then the next sentence and then we discovered that they were building the mountain up again <laughs> like they need some kind of, there there's a fine line between segue and um uh segue foreshadow and um just blatantly or like what what's the word uh, where it's like a little too obvious or on the nose I guess. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just yeah. There's there's a difference between uh, foreshadowing and segueing, and then just um, straight up uh, blur or just straight up like telling. Oh, I, I fucking had the word. Where did I? What did I? What did I fucking say? Uh, on the nose. Yeah, thank you. On the nose, and just being completely on the nose of what you're about to say. So, hmm. yeah, yeah. Still, like that's. One of the few "quote unquote" twists, if you want to call it that, in this story, or mm-hmm. like at least major plot points. So, if anything was going to be treated a little more gingerly, it would be. It should have been that. Section. Yeah, yeah. Especially since they're like the scientists were like beating around the bush about like the no one wanted to straight up say <laughs> that <laughs> that they were uh, that the birds were building the mount rebuild like like building up the mountain. Um, where I feel like. That's almost like an analogy for like this the the author not want, like kind of wanting to beat around the bush as to like saying straight up that like the birds yeah. are building the mountain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably right. Mm-hmm. My next note is just I'm kind of surprised the swallows didn't actually finish the mountain. Yeah, I was I was surprised that like the mountain just collapsed at the end. Like I figured it was going to be going a slightly different direction. Up instead of down. Oh. Unfortunately, part of the cost-saving measures was uh, mining out the ground underneath the mountain. Yeah, that was pretty dumb on their part. Unless there's a secret eldritch bird god beneath the, the city of Chicago. Never and these are but its lesser servitors. The architect was actually just a mad cultist to, the, uh, to this bird god. Uh, and the collapse was actually the good guy's... Uh, Sealing the uh, tome. Yeah. Okay. Kitchen moment here. So Delta Green game. <laughs> that kind of plays on like the the weird the 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 weird surreal aspect of like a, a fucking mountain being built into a city like sinking city style. Um, they go in and investigate. Um, and they they ha- they they the reason why the architect and all his affiliates went miss or suddenly vanished at post thing is because the agents took out the cult of this bird god um and they they found like the uh the opening to the tomb of it or something like that underneath like it's kind of like uh 
wonder mountain in, in Canada's wonderland where like, there's like passageways you can get into it. Or it's like a pyramid where like they've, where the architects built like secret passages inside the pyramid. Um, they get down into it. They find the, the monster and the horror. Um, they deal with the cult and then they set up charges. Um, and I guess had them time delayed <laughs> so that they go off a couple of weeks later or a couple of months later. Pretty much. Or maybe they like they can't risk blowing up the mountain um, because it's in the middle of a city. So they they decide to like sit on it for a little bit to see if like anything happens or or whatnot. And then when the birds show up, that's when they decide, okay, we need to stop this. this they're gonna complete the they're gonna complete the um, the focus for this bird god to be revived. And like suddenly we're gonna have suddenly Chicago is gonna have a new a new lord and master in this like weird eldritch bird god. So they that's why they set up their charges. I I kind of want to run that. <laughs> As with a lot of the games ideas like we come up with on the show. <laughs> it's funny that you just said all that because my next point um uh, sorry to take the spotlight. I'll just I'll just I'll just leave. I'll just jump off the discord. <laughs> the act of the bird suddenly gravitating to the mountain could be used as a setup to some reveal in the finished mountain. Like where the bird, where the the people have been strung up and sacrificed to some god or something, which caused the birds to show up and finish the work. Like the, I, I took it in a slightly different way. Um, like essentially yeah. the um, like the people, as in the uh, the architect and like the higher ups. Like it could have been in a journal format of the German slash French guy, um, who wanted to do all this. I mean, he could technically be French German. Yes, seeing how passionate he is about it, and then like how they're running out of time and money, and in his desperation, he turns like to the occult, basically, and like his madness yeah. that comes of it. Yeah, like he was slightly unhinged. Like he was hearing the whispers and dreams of the bird god beneath um, mm-hmm. to build this, and he like got some like influence to do it um, from his affiliates and such, uh, but then. When the money started running out, he was like, uh, the the bird god like intensified its uh, its influence on the on the cultists so that he could like he went full blown mad and started building and uh, started basically constructing a summoning for these uh, the the ancient servitors of the bird god. Like he can't do it, so he does that. So then the, the bird god's minions fly in and finish it. Yeah. Oh god, these could be like Shantax or like um or Bayaki in like Call of Cthulhu. Like they could just be like some kind of like suborder of those birds and these could act, the the bird god could actually be like the um uh the like the primal like alpha like prodigy of the uh, of like that species that it's like been like that was like taken out by Nodens from the dreamlands. Um and so now it's just it's been trying to find a way back to revive itself so it can like stalk around the earth again. God damn it. I really want to run this game now. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Just the way that you described that, I imagine the bird god in the dreamlands or whatever, like crawling around being like, Revive me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Nodens never actually like curb stomped him, so he didn't like fully kill him. <laughs> he just like yeah, he just left him there. Just speared him with his trident and uh uh, and 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 cast him down back into the earth <laughs> with an unlimited bleed out timer. That's yeah, exactly. Well, he's a god, so he can't like fully die. Mm. 
well, except by like mortal, he was just mortally, or it was just mortally wounded. It wasn't uh, fully killed by Nodens. Yeah. Again, I kind of want to run this game. <laughs> That's pretty much all I gotta say, though. And we can even rename. We can even name it Operation Wild Goose Chase. <laughs> yep. And I'm just envisioning a Canadian goose god. It's just a giant yeah, maybe, one. Maybe, that, maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Or, or or Operation Turkey Shoot. And it's just like, thanks killing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I mean, thanks killing as in the, the cheesy, like, rated R horror movie that came out uh, with, like, um, uh, a turkey monster that had the same kind of, like, mannerism and voice as Freddy Krueger. So it was like, nice tits, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, it was a really it was a really silly like parody horror movie. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on to final thoughts. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So honestly, I, I do recommend this for the weirdness of the tale, but perhaps not if you want a full horror story. Um. I think you could work more fear into this. Like it's got, like I said earlier, it has a lot of potential. Um, and on its own, like it's, it's a perfectly like fine micro pasta, um, just not very spooky. It's more just kind of a high concept, weird, creepy pasta. Like it's, it's creepy in, in the, in the, in the more of the conceptual, like high concept idea of it, but otherwise it's just kind of a weird yarn, um, that somebody has, 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 uh, has made, um, so kind of a partial recommendation from me. Like if you like the weirdness stuff, uh, I recommend it. If you wanted like a full blown horror story, um, I don't recommend, but um, it does have a lot of potential to go further. Like we've kind of been spitballing for the last 20 minutes. So that's my, that's my recommendation. Mikey, the stands for evil. Um, well, uh, as the rundown stated, not a lot really happens. It's just talking about a mountain and that was artificially made. Some birds show up once the money runs dry. Start they start <laughs> building it, then it collapses. And then the city found, uh, wanted to make a dump, make make a dump out of it. And then they when they investigated it, there were fossil birds. That's weird. Anyway, done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it did feel like it was it was trying to be an epistolary story, like the the kind that were like it's from different like articles or different like um like it was using like trying to use factual like almost like a factual angle on like on it, but it didn't quite get there. Yeah, like uh, one guy t- spouting facts the entire time. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing new about government projects going over time and over budget and then getting canceled. Yeah, not even, not even <laughs> that. There's not like that's like that's not even government stuff. That's also like just infrastructure projects and and like and like development projects going under multiple times. <laughs> hmm. Like that shit happens all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, all in all, I, I wasn't really creeped out by it, and I didn't find much creepy about it. And the fact 
that limestone is full of fossils that and reveals like, okay, well, those fossils might have been there from the get go. It's just they didn't realize it when they moved the limestone initially. So anyway, I I don't recommend this story. Okay, that's fair. And I guess on to Gamer. Yep. No. Um, no, it's fair. Like, like I said, like I, I like the idea behind it, but I know that it's it, like I did. I didn't even find it that like scary. Um, but I liked the concept. But I don't think that that's going to be enough for a lot of people. So yeah. Continue. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that 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 was it. Like, yeah, like so. Yeah. Yeah. The long and short of it is, um, for me at least, reading through it, it, it was quite boring. I hate saying that. Like it hurts to say that because it's kind of a mean thing to say when you're the purpose of writing a story is to entertain someone. Yeah. For the most part. And I really wasn't entertained mm-hmm. on this one. It was just fact after fact. And it was just it, I don't know. Like reading this It didn't really go this felt like, like yeah. being a kid and being forced to watch the news instead of cartoons. That's kind of what it felt like to me. <laughs> it's just the way it is. I'm sorry. No, I know. No, I don't. Yeah. I, I, I'm not fighting you on it. I'm just like, I, and I, I like, I, again, like I said, this, I liked the idea behind it, but I could see where a lot of people weren't going to like this. Mm-hmm. Or where, it's like, like, it's, our, it's not laid out in a creepy fashion. It's just yeah. kind of everything is stated. Yeah. And that's why I compare it to the news compared to, like, watching cartoons or something, because it's not set up in. A like act one two three situation or whatever, and have creepiness build up or anything. It's just here's a list of factoids. Is basically how it is. Yeah. So like it's basically the way it's laid out too. It's like the nugget of an idea that has been flushed out yet instead of the finished product. So it's like watching a teaser trailer to a movie and then never watching the movie. Fair. Kind of how it felt to me. Yeah, that's that's fair. It seems honestly, this I would even go so far as it felt like a pitch for a movie. Yeah, basically. Um, like not even a teaser trailer, just like a pitch for the idea for this. But then, yeah, that was, I was were, trying to find that word earlier and I couldn't find yeah. it. Like, yeah, it's basically the uh, the the elevator pitch is what I think what the the term for like like pitching an, a game idea or a story idea to somebody or like a TV idea kind of thing. Yeah, because you get the whole rundown of what's happening. But not in a slow situation like how the movie would be, or show, or game, yeah. or whatever. It's just here's all the plot points, major plot points. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. If it was flushed out into a proper story that deems it a creepypasta, in my opinion, then great. Like we came up with a couple of um, options just in our crappy little rundown and review here so yeah it has potential but in its current form the potential's not met so i can't really recommend mm-hmm. it because it'll leave you wanting more yep surprisingly well said <laughs> wait why surprisingly no well said oh, thanks <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said surprisingly. You're like an idiot. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly, it was it, like that's 
that that's in a nutshell like what this like the story seems like kind of like the not even a first draft but like a pitch for a creepypasta mm. um and while i like the again like i said while i like the concept even i can see that like this needs to be more more developed so uh so that was this week's episode uh rather short but if you like what you heard or if you didn't leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted whether it be on podbean facebook youtube or tumblr uh we're on twitter you can get a hold of us at mikey the e stands for evil um the gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow but without that w because his name is really long um you can get a hold of me on at review cultist uh you can also contact us on our email at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com that's a-l-d-e-n-t-e-r-i-g-a-m-o-r-t-i-s at gmail.com where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas scps spooky internet stories or subjects that we can do a kitchen episode on or just discuss the the story itself um just send us an email uh if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to uh, Patreon, look up Al Dente Rigamortis, and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We got $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content, all that kind of stuff. For our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. Uh, for the listeners and the, re- the authors of these stories, thank you guys immensely, because without your listenership, we really wouldn't have much of a show. And for the authors, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we wouldn't have any content to discuss and talk about and read. So thank you guys all the same. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show, or if you'd like to like to buy a Al Dente Rigamortis logo on a clock or shower curtain or t-shirt like a normie, yeah, maybe yeah, even some stickers, um, go to Redbubble and look up uh, Al Dente Rigamortis or Crazon Studios. And... Uh, uh, Select whatever kind of memorabilia you'd like uh, that they supply on that cha- on that website. Um, thanks. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Just end the nailed show. it. Yeah, recording there. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. That's the new uh, intro. Thanks. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, uh, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I am Mikey. The E stands for evil. I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>